This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Can you ever drink kombucha ever, ever, ever again? I never did to begin with. A bunch of companies sent me like free and I hate kombucha. Did you watch the video? I didn't like it. So... <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. Hello, Brittany Broski. It is a pleasure and a privilege. I have a confession. Okay, let's hear it. I was unsure about inviting you back. What'd I do? <laughs> I'm like, I get it, what I do? <laughs> I went to message you on Twitter. Yeah. And you weren't following me anymore. I was like, oh wait, fuck, Girl, wait. You wanna know oh why? shit, no, did my, I do something? No, 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 my Twitter got deleted. Deleted? Oh my God, you don't know this. I tweeted a picture of Spirit the Horse with his cock out. <laughs> and Twitter deleted me. I mean like everything, every tweet, every person I followed, every person. Lil Nas X used to follow me and my account got deleted. Did and you have awesome. to completely remake your account yes, from yes. scratch? They were like, we can try to get you the Britney Broski handle back. Try? The fuck am I gonna do? So they got me it, it back, but I had zero followers, zero whatever, so I had to start all over. So it wasn't me, no, there's no beef. Oh shit. Twitter is trying to silence women during, <laughs> during International Women's Day. So many things have changed since the last time I had you on. Mm-hmm. I had you on for viral meme stars. Mm-mm. The kombucha girl. I've never heard of that. I've never heard Pretty? of her. She's so hot. Okay, then I'm, I have to check it out. <laughs> do you know who she is now? Yeah, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had fucking baby faces in that. We did! I didn't think I aged at all, and then I looked at that video, I was like, holy fuck, yeah. I was a baby. Oh, me too. You were a baby. I was, how old are you? 35. How, so you were 32? I was 32, yeah. Damn. I was, I had just turned 22. What the fuck, um, am I 10 years older than you? Yeah, I'm 25. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we look the same. <laughs> no. Twins. No. <laughs> you don't look a day older than me. <laughs> my Ubers here. (laughs) You have a whole team now. I do. You didn't have one then, right? Well, then I was in this like scammy manager agent situation. Just like stole my money and didn't pay me. It was, yeah, classic stuff, really fun Hollywood stuff. They stole Um, your money? Yeah, I did a bunch of brand deals and they were like, you know, they we have to have the brands pay us before we pay you. So we take our commission. And I was like, okay. And then it was like $30,000 worth of brand deal money that she just spent. And so I had to get a lawyer. What? Girl was a whole fucking thing. I feel like everyone in this space needs to learn the hard way that um, people They're, are gonna steal your shit. Yeah. People are gonna suck you dry of everything yeah. you, you have. They're gonna fuck you, girl. They're gonna fuck you and you're gonna like it. <laughs> and you're gonna like it. Can you ever drink kombucha ever, ever, ever again? I never did to begin with. It's fucking disgusting. Was that the one time you ever drank it? No, cause I got a brand deal after that shortly. And then a bunch of companies sent me like free. And I hate kombucha. So did you watch the video? I didn't like it. So like, <laughs> I uh, just gave it away. Like I had cases of kombucha in my apartment. It's like mold basically, right? It is, it's, it's a scoby is the term for it. It's the bacterial, like, living creature that sits on top of the juice. <laughs> it's fermented. I have never it's... wanted anything more than Brittany Broski to describe what kombucha is to me. It's Continue. like if you, like, chewed on a piece of moss 
and um, like collected the spit. Like you bitches talk- are lying if you think that's yum. Are you tired of talking about that meme and the impact that it had? Yes. <laughs> Even the last time when I interviewed you, you were like, done with it, comedian, yeah. just call me comedian, let's get there. <laughs> I think, that, I think that was a success, though. Oh, I think so, too. I know a lot of people don't even know that you did the kombucha meme. Now. Yes. That's what you want. That's the goal, yeah. Someone's like, oh my god, Brittany, you know, I follow you on TikTok, whatever, I, I love your videos. And then they have a friend that's like, you look familiar. Yeah. And I'm like, do I? And then we'll be talking the whole night, having fun, whatever, and they're trying to figure out how they know me. Uh-huh. And they'll be like, you just gotta tell me. What did you do? Like, what's your video? And I said, you know, have you ever seen the kombucha meme? And they freak out. I feel like I did the same thing trying to move away from being the Smosh guy. Right, like how do we pivot? At the beginning of every video, I was so tired of people calling me the Smosh guy. So (laughs) I wrote into the beginning, the intro of all these videos, I'm Anthony Padilla. Every single day, I'm Anthony Padilla. Just because I'm like, hey, I'm not Smosh guy. Yeah. Now I don't care. Sure. No, now it's kind of like, oh yeah, you remember. Because that was so long ago, yeah. it feels like, look at all this other stuff I can do. Mm-hmm. Look at who I am here, instead mm-hmm. of out of the context of you know the one thing you know me from. Yeah, I mean, is, is you trying to get away from that, really just to show like you're capable of other things, you're not just a one-hit wonder? Yeah, the internet loves to pigeonhole people. Yeah. And human beings are so complex and multifaceted. Like, mm. it's such a shame. How do you separate your online versus your offline persona? Broski <sighs> versus... Redacted. <laughs> That's classified. We, we don't talk about that. That's classified, soldier. Uh-uh, you don't uh-uh. have the clearance for that. Uh-uh. I find it very, very hard to separate. Are you yourself online always? Yeah. So does that make it difficult for you? Like, very. like when people criticize your online persona, does it feel like they're criticizing you? Absolutely. And if they don't like a video I've put up or you know, a a photo or literally any form of content. (laughs) Your favorite word. Content. That's also what drives me insane is like, I now live my life in this way where I'm like, I should have filmed that. Like everything is content. And I hate being around people where they think that, but like they don't have that internal filter of, I don't need to film this. Mm. I'm just hanging out with my friends. I used to be like that. I did a daily vlog. Girl. With my ex. I mean, let's not even mention how it fucked up the relationship, but like- Redacted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every single thing was, oh, let's get that. Oh, and then I wasn't even living a life. Right. I was creating content. It, and I was a content insane. machine. That's insane. Do you have fear of losing it all, of all of it crashing down and you having like, stop doing this job entirely? Do you think that's kind of where that stress re- relating to your work comes from? What that- if I said no? <laughs> no, I'm gonna do this forever actually. I know I will. I mean, I think, you know, I've gotten to the point where if I do it forever, that's cool. If I don't do it forever, that's cool. It's, it's not like I need it to be forever for me to feel a sense of peace. When you have a very set in stone goal, it's almost like once you get that, what, what, then what? Yeah, on to the next one. On to the next goal? Yeah. What do you want to do? What do you think that, you know? I want to do voiceover for an animated Disney film. Pixar. Pixar or Walt Disney Animation Studios. Oh, yeah, yeah, we don't distinguish them. <laughs> we don't, I am not picky. Yeah. Walt Disney, I know you're watching. I want to pivot eventually into that. Like what Josh Gad did with Olaf for Frozen. Yeah. I want an Olaf moment. I want to do that eventually. And then on top of that, I think that there are no late night hosts that are women. We saw it with Lily Singh, Lily Singh did but moment. they set her up to fail. She crashed and burned because they tried to fit her into the mold of a straight white man. And that's not her strength. That's she's true. They said you're going to do exactly things. what 
is already out there. Exactly. I think that that is a, a, a role to be filled. You know, with hosting, there's the, there's a joy in this sort of thing. It's very yeah. natural and great idea, by the way, to, <laughs> from from what you what we did last time to this. This is so much more comfortable. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Say. I don't usually get reviews. <laughs> <laughs> and people like Sean Evans from Hot Ones and Amelia from Chicken Shop Date and yeah. even like what Emma Chamberlain does on the carpets. I want to do all that. I think that's so fun. I've tried stand up. I've tried all that. I just don't find much joy in it. Mm -hmm. So I find joy in conversational humor. You know, it's a certain personality type that makes people feel comfortable. Um, and I think, not to toot my own horn, but I think that- You can toot it. I, you, you can, you can toot, toot in front of me. It's a little quietly. I can toot in front of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, I think that I'm, I really like that. You know, like I like to make people feel comfortable and like they can giggle. So to put that into a professional setting. Yeah. Slay. You have multiple backup plans, right? If this thing all goes to shit, for lack of a better term. Porn. Porn. <laughs> That's backup plan number one. And then backup plan number two. You have a college degree. I do. So I can work at McDonald's. Hell yeah, you could be top, top of the list. Top burger flipper. Yeah. I think there's a... <laughs> <laughs> You're an insurance agent, is that right? I was a licensed insurance agent. What, yeah. is that what, is, what do you even do? Well, I serviced policies. So people would call in and be like, well, there's water in the house again, there's mold. Yeah. And I'd have to be like, sir, uh, when you bought this policy, you declined mold coverage. And then I would have to have him yell at me for 30 minutes about mm. how what are you, he's breathing in black mold. Not my problem. Right. Because you chose to be cheap and you didn't pay for that coverage. Was that weird? Like hearing about people's horrible stories and being like, well, the money's not there. Yeah. Your choice. Yeah. And also, yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> oh my God. Someone called in one time and was like, it was a car accident, car accident, like my leg, my leg. And I was like, why is your first thought to call your insurance company? That's true. And not 911. <laughs> Sir, go to the hospital. We'll talk tomorrow. Do you want me to merge us in with 911? Have you done that? No, I didn't. That time uh, I was like, I'm gonna put you on a brief hold. <laughs> <laughs> There's elevator music. <laughs> he was like, my leg, something's wrong with my leg. And I said, do you mind if I put you on a brief hold? <laughs> it was like elevator jazz. And I was, I called my manager over and I was like, this man is like in an active car wreck. Yeah. His leg is crushed in between the like floor and the whatever. And he's on hold. <laughs> with progressive. <laughs> I was like, there's no fucking way. But am I covered? No, it's not covered. <laughs> Have a great day. And then your ultimate backup plan, fan fiction writer. Yes, published author. Yes, are you published? Are you a published on, on fan Wattpad. fiction? On Wattpad? You published it yourself. <laughs> and I even in the little description of it, I said, um, Brittany Tomlinson, copyright 2012. Yeah, that like someone's published. gonna steal it. No, literally. <laughs> Copyright reserved patent. You're like, when this becomes the next Twilight. Literally, I was like, girl, when they hit me up for the original rights in publishing, yeah. I'll be I'll be secured. What were your fan fictions about? So one was about <laughs> Thank you for asking. So <laughs> there are three. Oh. Three published ones that have now been privated because you fucking bitches like to go on. Did people Wattpad. find it? Yes! <laughs> So I privated it. Because y'all don't know how to behave. Was it erotic? It had the makings to be erotic. I never finished them. You got act one, setting, got act up, one. setting up the erotic third act. Exactly. But we never got to it. Mm. It's like Picasso's unfinished painting. Right? Who are the stars of Okay, this? so I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> the first one is Robert Downey Jr. <laughs>
Iron Man. What is he doing there? I was so in love with him in this movie, and I was like probably 14 when I watched it, and I was like, I've got to transfer this creative energy. My fingers were typing. It was creative energy, not sexual energy? No, it wasn't. Well, um, I won't answer that. <laughs> also, I'm 14. I don't know anything about sex. True. So I'm like, his penis. <laughs> don't they always say member? Yeah, his, his hard member. <laughs> Backspace. <laughs> Golden throbbing backspace. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that was the first one. The second one was Cole Sprouse <laughs> from Sweet Life Zack and Cody. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean so. that 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 boat kind of Sweet environment. Life on Deck. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that Damn. up. Did you uh, do like Sweet Life on Dick? <laughs> no. So that's a great title, by the okay. way. Sweet Life on Next Dick. Time. Next time. The Cole Sprouse one was he was <laughs> the soldier. <laughs> With PTSD. <laughs> wow, okay, give him a dark past. Some shit. Need some color. You know, where's yeah. the color in the story? I don't mm. want to hear about, oh, he took me on a date. This bitch was damaged. So this is like saving Ryan's privates? Yes. Why are you good at coming up with like, that's like three zingers in a row. I said, oh, they're coming. Yeah. We're... That's good, too. I'm talking about Cole Sprouse. And exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the third one was Vampire Harry Styles. <laughs> So it was Harry and, and whom? Me. <laughs> so Harry sucked your blood a bit. No, we never got to that part. Oh. Uh. But he, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't reveal the plot. You still read fan fictions? Actively, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah Is yeah. it still on Wattpad? It's called Archive of Our Own. And okay. that's where the sexy, dirty, freak, nasty shit is. Okay. Wattpad is written by like 14 year olds being like, and then his penis went in my hole. Yeah. <sighs> it's just, I can't fucking read it. I need a little more like literature. Yeah, I need a little more like art. Throw some colorful adjectives in right. there. Right, you didn't even try. Like at least say like dank hole or like something that like adds. <laughs> dank hole, yeah. musty hole. Musty dank hole. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, if you no, need any recommendations, you just text me, you yeah. call me, I will send you a, a library of suggestions. You've talked a little bit about your childhood. You talked about how you had to, uh, you moved a lot. You were every, you lived all over the world. You lived in South Korea for I a I did bit. live in South Korea. Okay, research. I did a little bit. Okay. Your dad was in the military. Yeah. You guys were moving around. I went to school on the American uh, military base in South Korea, mm -hmm. but we lived in Seoul. We lived in the city. How do you think living all over the world, moving you know, from one place to another affected you? Positively. Yeah? Yeah, it taught, you have to develop social skills. Like you have to make friends, you have to, you know, I wasn't gonna be the weird new kid every time. Like I went to probably eight or nine different schools through my childhood, mm -hmm. so, and I know people who, you know, every year they moved. Like that's very hard on a child. Also I have divorced parents. So it was the moving and then also the visiting back and forth where mm. I was like, there was kind of no stability from K through 12, but that didn't affect me negatively. Like mm. you adapt and overcome. Right. And it also makes you funny, you know, cause you have to deal with that somehow. You were chronically online. You said, you I called yourself chronically online. I've always been chronically online. Yeah. Cause it was, YouTube first, I was like Fred, like 
Were you obsessed with Fred? Love you, but Fred was my guy. You were you were obsessed with Fred? Ah, I emailed him. I forgot. Because <laughs> I didn't have Twitter. I was in sixth grade. This is probably 2009. On YouTube. Yeah. You could, uh, like the business email, you know, for yeah. like business, whatever. I emailed him on that from my personal email account. And I said, hi, Fred. I um, love your little squirrels because he used to call us dogs squirrels. Yeah. And I literally talked to him like he was a real person. I did not understand that he was playing a character. Wait, you didn't know that Fred was a character? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love him. He's so funny and he's cute. He's so cute. Fred Figglehorn. Uh, you could be a Figglehorn one. You could have become a Figglehorn one. I could have. It's coming was... on. It's past. Yeah. Um, they used to sell Fred merch at Hot Topic. Yeah. I wore that Fred shirt until it smelled like fucking vinegar. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wondered who was watching Fred. <laughs> Me, Beth. I know who was watching Fred. <laughs> the prime audience right here. But Smosh, that was where the actual true yeah smosh is with the cool kids ta- talent and um uh smart humor uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the internet was completely unfiltered uncensored and you were just a sixth grader strolling strolling around eating it up like on top and it's this scary thing of like my parents had no fucking clue what i was watching no clue and it was relatively harmless but also that was kind of the golden age of like two girls one cup blue waffle Stuff like that. Of like, damn. Goatsey, <laughs> Tub Girl, Lemon Party. <laughs> so one what's, guy, I don't know what one any guy, of those one are. jar, three <laughs> girls, finger paint. Why do you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like listening now. I was just as chron- <clears throat> sorry. I was just as chronically okay. online. I gagged a little bit thinking about no, what yeah. I, the, those visuals. They um, you think it's harmless? They sit. No. They linger for the rest of my life. They linger. It's like you just fucking hotbox your brain with just <laughs> the most disgusting shit and you can never escape. I feel like in the past it used to feel like a playground where just anything goes. But now it's like internet has become kind of like real life. It's more real than real life. In I ways. agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I talk about this with so many of my like internet friends where it's like we're caricatures of ourselves. Yeah. And how do you separate that from how how and who I really am, you know, my thoughts, my feelings, what I talk about in my personal life and what I choose not to talk about online. Like, that gets really fucking confusing. And it gets very like, you know, what what is this? What am I, why am I doing this? I have a spiral about every three months. They're like planned. About your place in the internet? Yeah, and just like who I can and can't be and who really am I. And who decides who you can and can't be? Well, I think that, you know, I think we should bring back shame. Shame is really shaming? great. Shaming people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of shaming True. people. Shame always brings out the best in people. It does. Just shame them and they will be better. I'm That's saying the way it works. that cancel culture it, is not working because we need to shame people shame more. Shame them more. Yeah. Don't cancel them. Don't like bully them off the internet. Shame them. Say that was really lame and cringy. And they'll never do it again. By the way, this episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when you're shopping on your iPhone or your computer. It's a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and it applies the best one that it finds to your cart so you no longer have to stare at that empty discount code box. Check out because if Honey finds a working coupon, a little Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupon. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. So no matter what, you're set. And Honey doesn't just work on desktops. No, 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 it also works on your iPhone. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. And the best part about Honey is that it's literally free and it installs in just a few seconds. So 
No judgment if you don't already have it, but I will say if you want to do yourself a solid and also support this series, get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Padilla. That's joinhoney.com slash Padilla. And because sponsorships allow us to continue this series, you know we got a second sponsor. I can't go without thanking BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Therapy has helped reframe the way that I view the world and myself by allowing me to feel empathy for my younger self and therefore understand who I am today better. But therapy can be customized to whatever is right for you and can be useful with motivation or feelings of depression, anxiety, stress, insecurity, or whatever else you might need. BetterHelp screens all the therapists to ensure that they have experience and that they are certified and licensed and provide customized therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone or even speak over the phone if that's not something that you're comfortable with. One of the biggest hurdles for me in, in beginning therapy was just how expensive it was and how many therapists I needed to, to cycle through before I actually found one that I connected with, which is why BetterHelp offers a more affordable alternative to in-person therapy where you can start communicating with your therapist in less than 48 hours. So those are just some of the reasons why I want to give a huge thank you to BetterHelp for giving us spent today with viewers and listeners 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Padilla. That's betterhelp.com slash Padilla. Now back to the world of Brittany Broski. You also have mentioned before that you believe in manifesting in the sense that, mm. like basically like if you keep something in your mind, it'll hopefully be like the choices that you make will kind of lead you there? Yeah, I think that um, the human mind is a very powerful thing. <laughs> how powerful is it? Like, I, <laughs> Untapped potential is how thinking power. We're only like, using 30% of our brain. I'm tell you to unlock your third eye. <laughs> but I think, yeah, there's a, a power in attracting things to you mm -hmm. by nature of talking about it mm -hmm. or, you know, opening yourself up to it, saying yes. So, yeah, I believe in manifestation for sure. But it's very scary as well because it's like, you got to be careful what you wish for, girl. Mm, because if you manifest wanting to become an influencer. It just might happen. I used to think that the idea of manifesting was complete bullshit because mm. I was like, oh, what you're going to think that you want something and then it happens? That's not how, that's not how the universe works. It's how the universe it works. It doesn't just give you what you want. But I realized recently that what it actually is, because I started doing this and it's been working, okay. is it's holding on to an idea that I'm excited about. I want it, I don't need it. I want it, it'd be cool. Yeah. And then whenever there's a fork in the road, a decision kind of, where I kind of lean toward it or lean away from it, I just lean toward it. And Period. Then, and then all these things that I've kind of kept in my mind have started to just happen. Yeah. When you have enough patience and you start leaning toward them. Yeah, I also, so. it's a matter of timing too, I think. Cause you think you want something and yeah. like you're not ready for it. No, so that's you, true. The universe gives it to you and you're ready for it. That's true. And when you're not ready for it. You have a panic attack. You have a panic attack. <laughs> Almost crash your car. <laughs> shit your pants. Shit your pants, be rushed to the hospital in yeah. an ambulance just yeah. for them to tell you that you're actually fine. Right. Yeah. All that for nothing. So would you say that you're a spiritual person? It's a very interesting question because I was raised Southern Baptist. Like right. I have a lot of religious trauma. Yeah. For fun. For fun? Um, yeah, for fun. You, you chose that life? I did. I chose it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, You were the sperm slash egg that chose to be brought into the world. Exactly. That was your choice. Exactly. That was your body, your I choice. also chose to look like this. Mm -hmm. I chose to be named Brittany. Mm -hmm. I chose my birthday. Mm -hmm. I think that, yes, spiritual in the sense of... 
the universe. I love making you talk about things that you think are cringy, but you actually believe. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Very genuinely. You're like, this is so stupid, but I really believe it. I really but listen. Do. Listen, yeah. there's yeah, some yeah, truth yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I think that spiritual gets a bad rep because it's like you think of the people who like burn incense and like have tapestries on the wall yeah. and like listen to Mac DeMarco. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but yeah, I think that spiritual just means like you believe in something else. You know, it's not just you against the world. It's like maybe there's something else there. Because coming from the church and leaving the church mm -hmm. and feeling that like I am stumbling my way through life because mm -hmm. the church as toxic and patriarchal as it is, it offered some sense of stability, you know, of I know what's gonna happen when I die. I know the plan for me. I know how I'm supposed to behave. I know all these things. And so when you reject that and you say, you know what, actually as a woman, I don't subscribe to this ideology that I am lesser than. I'm from Adam's rib. Mm. Eve was created from Adam's rib. All this, thou shalt serve your husband, all that shit. What if I reject that? Mm. It's empowering, but at the same time, you're lost because mm. every single moral guidepost that you had is now no longer there. The way that you're describing it, I realize feels like the way that people describe the sense of peace that children have, that, that, it's, Ooh, that they're being yeah. taken care of that everything's okay, that they don't need to worry about what happens yeah, tomorrow because there's the a plan. And in a sense, it almost feels like certain religious beliefs give adults that sense of peace, spirituality, whatever you Definitely. want to call it. Different beliefs can help give you that same feeling that you felt when you were a kid. And I think that's why a lot of people are nostalgic for their childhood. Definitely. Not necessarily the era or anything like that, but this sense of stability and peace that they felt. They didn't have that extra layer of worry that everything is on them to figure Definitely. out on their own. It's mourning the loss of A, knowing what happens, and B, that of like feeling that you are taken care of and feeling mm. that uh, it'll all be okay in the end. You yeah. know, that's kind of stripped from you when you decide to leave the church. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's very, very complex. But I love yeah. talking about it because a lot of people can relate to it. Have you found a sense of peace? No. <laughs> <laughs> But the idea's there. Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Anybody have any thought starters? I would love some advice. Do you think that you'll get there? Is that a goal one day to find that piece? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll see what happens. A recent thing that I've kind of really internalized is um, life is the universe experiencing itself. Yeah. And that it's kind of the same sentiment of all of the joys and the lows and the highs and the sadness and the heartbreak. It's the beauty of being human and it is out of your control. You know, as much as we try to control it, it's out of our control what happens to us and how we react and all that. Mm. So I think that that is a little, offers me some peace too. How deep have you gotten into this? Have, have you started to separate yourself from your thoughts and your emotions? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> In what sense? What do you mean? Have you started to get to the point where you can acknowledge the feelings that come up that would force you to react in a certain way? Not in the moment. Retrospectively, Re sure. Oh yeah, you think about it later. <laughs> it's hard, especially because of how you were raised. Like my mother's yeah. so emotional, but my dad's very logical. So yeah. I have both of those. There are two wolves inside of you. <laughs> you you have two wolves meme? inside you? <laughs> yeah, I had it for lunch. <laughs> uh, that meme, it's like inside of you, there are two wolves. Mm. One, the alpha, the other. Have you even seen this meme? No. 
35. I know, I'm too, I'm too old for the wolf meme. Inside of me are two wolves, my military dad and my mm. uh, religious mom. So are those two sides you constantly battling? Yes. Yeah. Logic, emotion. Yeah, facts. They don't go together. They don't. Unless they... you use logic to acknowledge that the emotion is occurring outside of your control. I think that's just called being a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have a problem. Maybe I do. <laughs> but maybe I'm okay with that. Period. Love okay? yourself. I'm okay with it. Okay, work. I love having problems. <laughs> it makes you interesting. Yeah, it adds depth. What is next? I'm coming out with a YouTube show. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, and it is medieval themed. Oh, shit. And it's, uh, you ever been to medieval times? Yes. It's kind of like that. Okay. So Lots uh, of jousting? Lots of, uh, yeah, me fighting my guests. Oh. Yeah. I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. It's celebrity guest focused, and that'll be on my YouTube channel sometime soon. So wait for that. And then I'm coming out with a podcast as well. Nice. It's going to be about the things I obsess over. So lots of fan fiction discussion, lots of Harry style discussion. Um, or do you yes. keep people out that you've met in person? Well, I blacked out. So do I remember anything? No, not really. So your body met Harry Styles. Yeah. Whoever, <laughs> I literally watched that video back and I'm like, good for her. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> I'm like, I love her. She's so funny. Oh, that's me. And people always, like to this day, they'll come up and be like, what did he smell like? And I'm like, I blacked out. I have no, I wish I could help you, babe. I don't remember. Thank God that was on camera, I guess, right? Honestly. Or else it might be, it didn't even ever happen at all. Well, no. And I also met uh, Maddie Healy from the 1975, yeah. my favorite band. And it wasn't on video, and I barely remember it. I was so excited. I, I literally get so excited, I black out. And so it's like, did I say something humiliating? I don't remember. We got a picture. We didn't get a video of us talking. And I just like, did it's it so even, scary. Did it even happen? Didn't even happen. You are the internet's fangirl. <laughs> the people's princess, if you will. The people's princess. He said it. Thank you. <laughs> I said it after you told me to say it. He said it. Thank you, Anthony. It's really nice. You have to tell these people, look, this is on a monitored and recorded line. So someone out there has that audio. Exactly. Those calls are recorded and they're saved. And I could scroll back in their policy, every interaction that we've had with this client, I could scroll back and be like, on January 17th, 2014, you said verbatim, fuck you bitches, <laughs> I'm not paying for a comprehensive and collision coverage. That happened to me like two or three times. Someone called in and he was like, Y'all are scamming me and you think you can get away with this. And I was like, sir, I have you on record saying, fuck you, I'm not paying for that. You know, like, y'all are trying to scam me. And I read that back to him and they shut up real quick. They'd be Oof. like, well, there's nothing else you can do for me. No, sir, you don't have the coverage. <laughs>